I don't use cannabis in my everyday. Sure. Like, I can't. It, it dampens my personality. But when it comes to sex, I really fucking love it. It feels so good for so long. And I don't usually get to experience that. Welcome to Two Hot Wives, a podcast where two friends in open marriages explore the exciting world of unconventional sex. Hey, hotties. I'm Kat. And I'm Ams. And we're the Two Hot Wives. Tonight, we're talking about cannabis, part two. Part two. (laughs) This was an interesting one. Lots of research. Oh, my gosh. So much research. Personal research. Uh Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's kind of fun. Yeah. It was basically two weeks of getting high and having lots of sex. (laughs) It's maybe my favorite sexy homework ever. It was really fun. I liked it a lot. And this is something that, you know, we've we've kind of played with for a while. Mm-hmm. To be honest, you know, it wasn't just two weeks. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so we recorded this and gave ourselves a little extra time. We did. Because to cram all that highness <laughs> into two weeks, I got a function. That's right. I have a job. I kind of doubled down <laughs> in the last two weeks, to be yeah. honest. But what we're going to get into, mm-hmm. you know, how the experience was for both of us. But before we get started, current events. What current current events events do we have? So very excited to announce PCAP 2022. That's right. Podcast-a-Palooza is happening in 2022, June 3rd through 6th. Yes. Is that right? In California. Palm Springs, California. I'm very excited. Gorgeous Palm Springs. Have you been to Palm Springs? I have. In fact, my bachelorette party was in Palm Springs. Nice. Mm-hmm. Very, Very fun. Nice. It's a cool kind of retro. Long, long time ago. <laughs> long time ago. <laughs> but it was a blast. Yeah. It's it a, is a retro kind of place. It feels very like mid-century modern. The whole, it is. The whole town is very cool. I'm so excited. What were some of the names? Average Swingers, mm-hmm. Monogamish. Uh, bed, bed hoppers, bed ho- I'm which so I'm so excited to meet them. <laughs> I live. love that you said that. I'm super excited to meet them in person. Yes, and we've of been course, like Twitter friends. Yes, but to meet them is going to be really cool. It'll be amazing, and of course, Casual Swingers mm-hmm. is going to be there, and Kate and Daryl from Wanderlust, so. and they have more that they're going to be announcing soon. Yes. Now I'm going to give you a little pro tip, <laughs> everyone. Don't don't come in on the third. We're all going to be there a little early, right? Yes. Like for. The first PCAP we were involved in, we had booked our flights to be like right on time, but then we changed them because we realized everybody's coming in a little early, Yes, which was really fun. There were a few pre-trips, Mm pre-events before the event itself, which really was a blast. And I wouldn't want to miss that. I'll tell you, we met the nicest people at Podcastapalooza. The community was so generous, so welcoming. There were people who were not sponsors, not Mm -hmm. speakers, who were hosting events like Little Havana Tour and this huge shark coochie. I was going to say shark tutory. (laughs) Yes. like That someone hosted in their room and it was amazing. It was awesome. What a cool event. I mean, all the events were amazing, but the listener hosted events were just as cool as the, the yeah. as the regular events. So if you want to meet a bunch of like-minded 
open, generous, funny, sexy people, Podcast Palooza is an amazing place to go. You know, this one's going to be bigger too. Mm -hmm. And bigger is is generally better. (laughs) I think it will be in this case because I think the first one, you know, so many people now want to get in on it because they heard about how much fun it was. Yeah. So we need a bigger venue. So we'll have a link in our show notes if you mm-hmm. want to book through us. We always provide special little swag and goodies. And we have good swag. We do. We do this time. Yeah. Because <laughs> now we're legit. Yeah. We've learned a lot in the last year. We've been around a little bit now. We were new kids on the block totally. for the first one. Totally. And we joined the club a little late, but everyone was so great to us. Yeah. And this time we're going to have some cool swag. Totally prepared. So you yeah. got to book through us. Yes. We just got back from the Bliss Cruise. It's amazing. Still recovering. If our voice is a little bit like gravelly, (laughs) that is from the Bliss Cruise. Mm -hmm. And we liked it so much. We have booked again for November of 2022. So details will be coming on that trip. I think- It's practically full though. Is it already practically full? It was, we booked on the last day of this last cruise and there were minimal rooms available. All right. Well, I was hoping that we could get quite a lot of friends together because it's a large ship compared to like Desire. Yeah. I'm hoping we can get more friends who can join us this time around. Well, there's still availability. Okay. But it's minimal. So don't waste. Book fast. It was well worth it, which you'll hear on our last two episodes. That's right. So our last two episodes of season two will be on Bliss Cruise. And I was a little bit like, oh, I don't want to do episodes on Bliss Cruise. But I have to say a lot lot of material. (laughs) It was kind of transformative. Like Uh it was way different than I expected. And I had way more fun than I expected. Mm -hmm. I thought it was going to be just a bigger desire, but no, no, totally different. different. Yeah. Once you got kind of in the groove of Mm -hmm. it, it was amazing amazing in any event i don't want to spoil the awesome last two episodes that we've got coming well and before that cruise in 2022 we'll have the desire trip that's right july 27th through Mm -hmm. august 2nd i think that's right it's on the website that's a blast i love desire i do too i love desire we had such an amazing time last year and it's only going to get better so a lot of fun things happening in 2022. If you are working through the shit show that is the last month of the year with holidays and family and aunts with horrible political opinions, whatever you're dealing with right now, just know 2022 is just around the corner and there are so many fun, sexy events coming. It's going to be great. Just hang in there, guys. <laughs> okay. Kat. Oh. Yes. What are we drinking drinking? tonight? All right. This is one of my favorite drinks. Are you okay? I just poured (laughs) it. It went right down my cleavage. (laughs) Yams, don't waste it. I know. I worked hard on this one. I'm going to have Mr. Cat or Mr. Ams just lick it right (laughs) up because I don't want to waste it. So this is one of my favorite drinks. I make this every year around this Thanksgiving Christmas time. And it's a little bit of work, but it's well worth it. So I infuse vodka with ginger. Mm-hmm. Fresh and, ginger. Well, no, it's no? not really fresh ginger. What no. is it? It looks so like fresh ginger. I take candied ginger. Oh. I rinse all the sugar off. Okay. So you get all the sugar off and you put it in a big jar with vodka and you let it sit for a whole week. Mm. That's the part that takes a little bit of thought because you have to remember to do it ahead of time. Mm-hmm. But then it's so gingery, it's so good. Mm-hmm. And I mix it with some lemon and a little bit of honey simple syrup, 
shake it up, make a martini out of it. It's delicious. It's really good. It's so simple and it's so good. Mm -hmm. It's pretty too, because it has like a nice, slightly yellow, but Mm -hmm. cloudy, like a little, like it's very pretty. It's a pretty Mm -hmm. drink in a martini glass. It's always dangerous to have (laughs) martini glasses when we're recording. Well, and you have to be careful with this drink because- it's strong. really good and it's strong. It's all vodka. Yeah. A little bit of lemon juice and a little bit of honey simple syrup, but yeah. Goes down easy, but it's so good. But you have to think ahead. So I will put the recipe on our social media and on our mm-hmm. website. So you can start infusing your own vodka with some ginger. It's yummy, yummy. Yes. And with our cocktails, we need some hot tails. Miss Cat, what's your hot tail for tonight? So my hot tail involves a little cannabis. Ooh. Yeah. This night will be forever known as the night of the giggly bears. The giggly bears. The giggly bears. Okay. Tell me more. So Mr. Cat and I were meeting with our favorite unicorn. We got together for drinks and cannabis wasn't even on my mind. I didn't have any, whatever. So we met in a bar and we're having some drinks and our cute little unicorn leans over and she says, I have gummy bears. Do you want a gummy? And I was like, yeah, (laughs) I totally want a gummy. So she pulled a gummy out of a little baggie and I was like, well, what is this? How much should I do? I don't know. What what should I do? She's like, just take half of it. So I bit half of it and she took the other half. And we're at a bar. We're having some appetizers and some drinks and we're having a great time. She's a lot of fun. Mr. Cat really likes her and I really like her. Yeah. Like I think her and I just really hit it off. And so we're having a good time. And all of a sudden, like it starts to hit me. And this is not my first time having some cannabis. This is not my first time. You're not a virgin. No, I'm not a cannabis virgin. But all of a sudden, like I could not control myself. And I was I started to giggle. Like a bar? Yes. And I could kind of start really feeling it hit me, which was a surprise because I hadn't expected it to hit me so quickly. How fast? Like 20 minutes, 30 minutes? No, it was probably still 45 minutes to an hour, but it was, it was hitting me good. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I hadn't had much to eat that day. I don't know, but I was feeling really good. I would tell you this was my favorite cannabis high. Interesting. Yeah. And I don't know that I believe all the stuff about the different things and how one makes you happy and one makes you mellow and one makes you crazy and whatever. I don't know about any of that. But this one, I felt giddy. Yes. And perhaps part of it was just that I love her. And it was great because I felt super comfortable with her. And, you know, I'm with Mr. Cat. So I feel safe. Mm -hmm. So even though I felt like super high. I knew I was in good hands and Mr. Cat wasn't doing any of it. It is nice to have like a person who's supervising if you're going to get really high. Well, and you know, bad on me. I didn't ask her anything about it. You know, I wasn't <laughs> like, like, how sure, much, stick how this much in is my this? Mouth. <laughs> right? I didn't say like, well, how many milligrams of THC is That's it? right. I you know better, girl. I do know. We well, just I, talked about that. Well, I know better now. Oh, this was before. This was before. Got it. But I consider it part of my research. <laughs> there you go. I get credit. <laughs> <laughs> extra credit. I get extra credit for this one. Anyway, I'm 
feeling super giggly, but I'm trying to control myself. And Mr. Cat realizes like, we need to get out of here because mm. these two girls are being ridiculous. <laughs> like he's noticing what's going on. Yeah. So we had already planned to play that night. So we decided to walk over to where the hotel was because it wasn't far. And Mr. Cat is going to drive. Actually, he walked us all the way over there and then he went and got the car and brought it over. So we go into the hotel bar. By the time we get into the hotel bar, I don't even remember my own name. Wow. Actually, that's an exaggeration, but we're sitting at the bar and I am beyond giggly. Like I'm looking around and I know everybody knows I'm high. <laughs> Were you feeling paranoid? No, I no, don't even you just, care. You're like, everybody knows I'm high and I don't give a shit. Which honestly, normally I would feel that, yeah. but I did not feel that. I just was like, uh-huh. Yep. I'm high. I'm with my girlfriend. Wait till you see my husband's coming. He's going to take care of us and you're all going to be jealous. That's right. We're about to have a really sexy threesome. <laughs> it was so baller. Well, first of all, we're sitting at the bar and we're waiting for him, but it's no big deal. We order a drink and the bartender completely knows. <laughs> and he's making little jokes like about, what? I don't know, like we're taking off in an airplane or something. <laughs> Like, are like we super are we, subtle? Uh, yeah. Oh, no, there was no subtlety whatsoever. I couldn't stop laughing, smiling, and giggling and laughing. And I didn't care. Normally, I would totally care. So the bartender is teasing us, but he's being really sweet and funny, and it wasn't a big deal. And then Mr. Cat shows up and he's like, you know, he's, he's tall and he's sexy, and he just walks up to the bar and he's like, he pulls down the credit card. And the guy is like, oh, shit, what's going on? <laughs> he pays the bill and he goes, OK, girls, you ready to go? <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I have to think that he felt like, oh, you know, like Superman oh, kind of yeah. like, oh, yeah, I'm a stud. I'm going upstairs with these two girls. They're coming with me. That sounds so fucking hot. Like, I want to fuck Mr. Cat right now. Just uh, hearing that story. I I think that's why I didn't care because right. I was like, yeah, yeah, wait till you all see who's coming to pick us up and right. we're going with him. And as we're leaving, I look at the bartender and I'm like, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just was feeling it. It was really a cool move. Yeah. Like, I think Mr. Cat felt like the shit. Baller. Right? <laughs> totally baller. That's awesome. It was really hot. And then we got upstairs and of course, Mr. Cat had the music going and the lights were right and we just had so much fun. Mm. To be honest, I don't remember every bit of it. Because you were high. But it was really good. See, you guys, you like the FMF threesomes. I feel like I haven't given it my full I attention. do. And yeah. I'm surprised that I like it so much. And actually, I've only had them with this particular unicorn. Mm -hmm. But her and I- And me. and Well, and you. I'm Thank sorry. You. Of course. <laughs> That's a given. Come on. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I have a lot of fun when you and I are together. Sure. And I think it's that bit of comfort. You and I know what we're good with. Yeah. Right? So I don't worry that she's going to all of a sudden, she's going to touch my ass and I'm going to be like, what Wait, are yeah. you doing? I'm not into that. I'm not into that. No. I don't worry about it. Because right. Because you and I know where we are and me and the unicorn know where we are. Right, right And right. she loves Mr. Cat too, which makes me feel great. Because I love Mr. Cat. And so the two of us are just like all over him. Yeah. And he's having a great time. And it was just, it was really fun. 
It was just really comfortable and easy and sexy and hot. And I'm not going to go into every detail, but everybody had a good time. Everybody reached the finish line multiple times for me, which I'm going to talk about a little bit more later. But cannabis, it helps with that quite a bit. It makes it fun. I agree. I agree. And it's interesting. Your story kind of makes me think about how hot husbanding, right? Like Mm -hmm. there is something really sexy about seeing a beautiful woman really into your husband. You're like, yeah, he really is a catch. And I caught him. I love it. Yeah. It's sexy. It's hot. It reignites a little fire that sometimes you take for granted, right? You take for granted the person who stole your toothpaste or (laughs) deodorant. Why does Mr. Ams always use my deodorant? It's weird. But when when some woman's like, oh my God, you have an amazing cock. I'm like, yes, he does. And you smell smell amazing. (laughs) That's so funny. I love it. I do. I'm like, yeah, damn right. That's my man. Mm -hmm. I got a good one. You did. You did. We both did. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. I mean, I think that's why this works, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it was hot, hot, really fun. Did you get more of the gummy bears? So, (laughs) so I asked her, I'm like, oh my God, I love those gummy bears. I don't know what's in them, but they're my favorite. They're my favorite. And I did ask her if she could get more, find some for me. And ultimately she wasn't able to get them, but she gave me a couple of what she already had. She shared with me the last of her stash. Oh, a couple. It's a good friend. They're gone. They're They're gone gone now. now. They're gone now. Well, they're out there somewhere. Oh, I told her if you come across those again, you don't even have to ask me. Just just get buy them. some for me. Get them. Perfect. We have a pact. If I find them first, you will get, get them, them too. I don't even know what they are. They're called boozed. Boozed bears. Boozed I just call bears. them giggly bears. Okay. Boozed bears. Because they make me giggle. Silly. Giddy. But that's awesome. Euphoric. It was awesome. Mm, that's fun. That sounds mm-hmm. like a fun night. It was, it was great. Oof. Okay. Well, <laughs> <laughs> let's giggle a little bit. Take a little break. And when we come back, we're going to talk all about cannabis and sex mm-hmm. hey. and we're back part two part two the sexy homework part this was some fun sexy homework it was it's interesting. We got probably more feedback from people on our part one episode for mm-hmm. cannabis and sex than any other episode. And I'll say that I worried a little bit about this one because I thought people are going to have some real feelings about this. Yeah. And I thought we might get some real negativity, but we didn't. I think the fact that we're approaching it in an honest way, I mean, we're not experts, we're just trying it out. I think that it went over much better than I thought. Did you worry about that? I didn't worry so much about backlash because you're not going to please everybody. Right. But what I thought was interesting was a lot of women reached out and said, yes, I love using this as a Mm -hmm. way to really enjoy sex. You know, a lot of what we're trying to do is help 
women feel less shame Mm -hmm. around sex. And I think there's a lot of shame around cannabis use and a lot of hiding it. So to kind of give people permission to say, yes, I use this responsibly in a way to make my sex life better. Not a lot of people are out there saying that. Mm -hmm. And it gave our listeners permission to say, yes, I love this. And this is my favorite product. And this is what I like to do. And it was very cool to see people kind of come out of the woodwork and share their experiences about cannabis use and sex, especially the Canadians. (laughs) The Canadians are legal in Canada. I don't know the laws of Canada, but we got a ton of messages Mm -hmm. from Canadians in the nicest way possible because, of course, they're Canadians. Uh, They're (laughs) like, get your fucking heads out of your asses. Like cannabis use is perfectly acceptable in Canada and Our tiny little town has like a dispensary and you can go in and you can choose whatever you want. And it's very above board. I'm like, I want that experience. I do too, because as we'll get into, I found it difficult to find, to to get what we wanted. Yeah. I mean, I thought I was just going to get this and that and I was going to make some cocktails and uh uh. Yeah. No, it wasn't as easy as I thought. And it's still not legal in the federal government. Right. Which complicates everything. It does. And even doing this episode and sharing this information, there's a risk associated Mm -hmm. with it that I don't particularly love. But I just think there's so much hypocrisy. As you said in the last episode, there's so much hypocrisy around cannabis use. And somebody should just come out and say, look, responsible Taxpaying grownups can use this in a responsible way to make their lives a little bit better Mm -hmm. and just normalize it. That's what we're all about, kind of normalizing this kind of stuff. So I really enjoyed the sexy homework. I did too. And it gave me permission. You know, we talked about the fact that we've used cannabis a little bit before Mm -hmm. doing this episode. But the great thing about having a podcast that's all about sexual experimentation. We get to experiment. (laughs) And it was awesome to see. We're supposed to experiment. Yes. We're supposed to try stuff. And giving myself permission to be like, I'm going to medicate right now. I tell Mr. Ams like, I can't drive anywhere. It's homework. I have to do my homework. And then we have got to fuck like rabbits. (laughs) You cool with that? Awesome. Uh It was really fun. It was so much fun. I don't think I've had this much fun since we did the role play episode. Like there's no angst around this. It was all just fun, fun, fun. Huh. That's interesting. I tried a few new things. Yeah. Yeah. I experimented with trying it when I wasn't having sex. Yeah, sure. Sure. Because way back when, when I tried it in my teens, I didn't like it. Mm -hmm. Still don't like it in that way. You don't enjoy it just. So I wanted to experiment because I thought, here we are 20 years later, whatever. Maybe I'll feel differently now. Back then, I didn't have a good experience with it in just normal, like everyday interactions. Maybe I'll feel differently now. Nope, not so much. Still don't like it. It changes me a little bit. So to get into the homework, what I decided to do, since I couldn't find a tincture, like the, the liquid form so that I could make cocktails and stuff, I thought, okay, what can I do for my homework that's a little different than what you're doing, but still stretching and trying something new? And so I decided that I was going to try using cannabis when I'm just in fun social situations, right? We're just hanging out with people all in a safe situation. I'm not driving. I'm not working. I'm not doing any of those things. I'm on vacation. Sure. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> and my personality is 
usually very outgoing. I'm super talkative. I'm not shy. I have no problem in a crowd getting to know people. I talk to strangers in the grocery store, you know? Mm -hmm. So I I thought, you know, I'm on vacation. I'm going to try cannabis during the day. Wasn't my favorite thing. I had expected maybe a different outcome this time, but I had maybe an edible because I thought that'll hit me in a little while. I'll have a cocktail. I'll be feeling good. But it actually changes my personality a little bit. How so? Makes me more quiet. Mm. Makes me more observant. Not that being observant is a bad thing, but I'm more thinking like, oh, do they know that I'm high? I don't know. So some paranoia. still brings that out in me. Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm. It still brings that out in me. And I think if I'm with a lot of friends who are doing it as well, and we're all in a group and we're all having fun together, that's not a problem because mm-hmm. we've done that before sure, sure, sure. where we're sitting together talking and we're laughing and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so much fun. But in a situation where I'm in a crowd of people and I'm wanting to talk to people, I felt like, are they going to know that I'm mm-hmm. high? Mm-hmm. I don't know. And I also realized that when I'm talking, I'm not sure of the words that I'm saying. Like I'm talking and I know what I'm saying in my head, but I also realize that my speech is a little slower Mm -hmm. because it does affect your muscles. It makes your speech a little slower. It's a a physiological effect. It's a depressant. Yeah. yeah, It's a depressant. I don't need a depressant. Sure. So it brings my personality down a little Mm. bit. And so still in social situations, in everyday situations, I don't like it. Yeah, Yeah. 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 It's not for me. Well, that's good to know. It is good to know. And I felt like I was in a safe environment to test that out. But that being said, it's my favorite sexual toy. It's my favorite sex toy. Yes. Tell me more. So when it comes down to, you know, knowing that I'm going to play, I love it. For me, I come very quickly, Mm -hmm. which I know everybody thinks that's not a problem. Right. It's a problem. And here's why it's a problem. The part before you come. It's really fun. Yeah. It really feels good. And having that that feeling is amazing. For me, it's really short. Mm-hmm. And if I come really hard, you, you're kind of I curl up into a ball, giggly little girl, and I'm done for a little while. Like I have to rev up again. Sure. But this slows that down for me. Mm-hmm. And so I can have like this rolling orgasm that comes and goes and comes and goes. And I would swear that I have like eight orgasms before the final one. To be honest, I'm not sure those are actual orgasms. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Really fucking good. Why stick a label on it? Whatever it is, it feels amazing. I don't really care because it prolongs that time of foreplay for me. Yeah. And normally we we play this game where, you know, don't touch my clit. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Because I'm going to come too fast. And I don't have to play that game. Yeah. You can touch my clip all day long and I'm going to roll with it. And I feel a little conflicted because Mm -hmm. on the one hand, I still feel that in my head to say like, oh no, drugs are bad. Mm -hmm. Don't do drugs. It's hard to overcome all that programming. It really is. But on the other hand, I want to say like, I really fucking love this. Right. But I don't want to be a drug pusher. So here's where I'm at with it. I don't smoke cannabis. I don't use cannabis in my everyday. Sure. Like, I can't. It, it dampens my personality. It changes me a little bit. And I don't like that feeling. But when it comes to sex, really fucking love it. Mm-hmm. Love, love it because it dampens. Mm-hmm. It doesn't dampen though. I, it's hard to explain. It, it feels so fucking good for so fucking long. And I don't usually get to experience that. I know coming quickly doesn't seem like a problem, but, but to me- 
actually what you are saying completely resonates with me. And to be fair, mm-hmm. I would rather have my problem. Sure. Oh, right? sure. Than to be a woman. I never come. I never get to I orgasm. would rather have my problem to, than to be someone who can't come. Sure. I do have sympathy for that. But to be able to do this rolling like, oh my God, it feels so amazing. This is so good. I think I'm going to come. Maybe I'm coming. I'm not sure. But right. And then just still be able to roll with it and keep going. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. amazing. Yes. It's amazing. So yeah, that was my experience. I don't like it in regular situations, but it is my absolute favorite sex toy. I, yes. I don't need any other toys. So what different kinds of products did you try? Good question. So I had gummy worms. Uh-huh. Now the gummy worms were 25 milligrams each for okay. a full worm. I cut them in half. So I got about like 12.5 milligrams. If they're exact, right? Are they exact? Probably not. That seemed to be just right. And I would take it on an empty stomach and then go have dinner. And then by the time dinner was done, we'd be dancing. And when we're on the dance floor and we're like in that kind of crowd of people, I don't feel that paranoia. Everybody's having fun. Everybody's partying, having a good time. So I wasn't worried about it in that situation, but I felt excited. And so I rolled with it. And then to play later was Awesome. So I found that that dosage was just about right for me. Somewhere between 10, 12.5, 15. Was right. I found out the giggly bears were 50. Oh, they're quite strong. Yeah, for a full bear. Mm -hmm. And you did half. I only had a half a bear. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) I bit that little sucker's head right off. (laughs) So that was about 25. So no wonder I was giggly and silly because it was a lot. Yeah. A lot more than I'm used to. And luckily it was a a good trip. Yeah, sure. (laughs) You know, I had fun with it. I also tried flour, Mm -hmm. you know, just smoking it Mm -hmm. regular. I like that too. Mm -hmm. I worry about the vape pen a little bit. Because of like the The chemicals and the, you know, it's a, it's a liquid that you're vaporizing and taking into your lungs. And there are still studies out trying to figure out There was that issue, what was it, about two years Mm -hmm. ago where a bunch of people had major lung issues with the vape. Yeah. So I worry about that. And I feel like smoking it is not good, not great for you. Yeah. Ingesting it through eating it is better for you. It's harder to predict the high and the when it's going to hit you. And it's a little harder to navigate. I'm trying to figure that out. Yeah. I'm working on that because that is the way that I would prefer to do it. When you smoke it, it's immediate. Right. You Which know exactly like how that. it's going to hit you. Yeah. I like that too, because I can also regulate how much I'm getting a yeah. little bit better. And then I also had some nerd rope. Now the nerd rope was, <laughs> you're going to laugh at this. It said 420 on it for eight servings. And I was like, oh, 400. I know I was, I was dividing it and figuring it out. And I was like, okay, it's 52.5 milligrams <laughs> per dose. And for I realized, dose. wait a second, 420 doesn't mean that. No. <laughs> So it's 400 milligrams. <laughs> yeah. So it was 400 milligrams. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So still 50 for 50 a full, is a very intense. And dose. I wasn't taking a full dose ever. Yeah. That's yeah. way too much for me. Yeah. Even 25 milligrams was quite a bit for me, you know, but 50, there's no way. So I think I did a third of, of the 50. So less than 20, 17, somewhere in there. And that was okay too. Pretty, pretty freaking high. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm a little bit of a lightweight. Which is a good thing. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't really want to overdo it, you know? I'm trying to hit that sweet spot where I feel really good 
but I don't feel so high that I feel too paranoid or scared, which I have experienced before. Right. I remember. I think it was Girl Scout cookie. Is what the name of it was. I, I like know. I, I love But Girl that Scouts. is a really intense. I was looking at sort of like THC on the different strains and stuff that I've experienced. And that's a really high one. Yeah. So this was way before we even had the podcast. I had done a little Girl Scout cookie, mm-hmm. not realizing how, what my limit was. And this was when I think I was first trying it again after leaving it adult. for 20 years. Right. Yeah. yeah. And we were smoking it. Maybe I just smoked a little too much. All of a sudden, I felt like overwhelmed. I couldn't breathe. Wow. And I could breathe, but I felt like- A panic attack I almost. was having a little bit of a panic attack, wow. which is a little embarrassing. Yeah. But I was with people who cared about me, and so they took care of me, and I came down, and it was fine. Yeah. <laughs> but, but it was a little scary, honestly. Yeah. So I am one who needs to be very careful about how much I take. Yeah. And if I take the right amount, it yeah. is amazing for me. I love it. I feel bad that I love it, but I love it. I wouldn't feel badly, right? I, I mean, know. it's how it's still that same programming. You know, programming that we got way back. And even though I know, I feel that it's hypocritical that why can I get completely blasted on alcohol and nobody thinks anything of it? No. Nope. But smoke a little cannabis and everybody's like, oh, she's a druggie. Yeah. I think attitudes are changing very quickly, mm-hmm. but. This is how we grew up. Like it was not to reprogram your own brain for sure. Yeah. So in terms of where you you would go next, would you keep experimenting with it? Is there anything new you want to try? I still would like to get a hold of a tincture because I think that is sort of the compromise between smoking it Mm -hmm. and ingesting it because that you can put a little couple of drops under your tongue and it's going to hit you much quicker Yeah. like smoking it does, but it doesn't cause the damage to the lungs. Uh, yeah. That's what I'm worried about. That makes eh. sense. You know, it's sort of like risk versus reward. Yeah. Somewhere in there is a happy medium and I'm willing to to go there. So the tinctures are very interesting. I was reading up before we recorded about the idea of microdosing. So you're talking about 12 and a half, 15, 25 milligrams, and that gets you high. But there are people who will have two milligrams three milligrams, just a microdose throughout the day. And there's a lot of medical benefit associated with it. And whatever your therapeutic dose is, it's not about getting high. It's about, you know, potentially tackling issues like anxiety, issues like muscle pain, all of this stuff. And it's through tinctures because you can be super, super precise about how much you're actually getting. So I, I like thought that, that was idea. really interesting. But I found it hard to get mm-hmm. anything really. Mm-hmm. It's legal, but it's not. It depends on where you are regionally. Yeah. And I do think if you get a medical marijuana card and you go to a medical dispensary, right. which I've never been, right? This is just conjecture. But I think that there's more of those products available in smaller doses because it's not about recreational use. It's about medical use. And so you can get products that are designed to give you a much smaller therapeutic dose. Right. And if I had been willing to do all of that to get a medical card, I probably could have gotten one, but I felt worried about that because it's still not legal. But what were you worried about? What was the consequence that you were worried about? I'm not sure. You know, just the fact that now I'm a registered user with the federal, with the government somehow, I just don't like it being part of my record out there. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Maybe that will change at some point, but 
But you do realize that on your computer is an IP address. And every time you researched it, that's going into a database somewhere. True. But research is different than I'm actually asking for it for a medical reason. And I'm buying it. And uh, I don't know. I have a friend who has a friend who hooked this up. And that seems to be the anonymous way to get what you want. But I couldn't get exactly what I wanted. Right. Because I may change my mind. I may go for it. Just wasn't ready to do it in that moment. That makes sense. But I'm glad you had some fun, sexy experiences. And I learned a lot on this episode. You know, I learned that I don't like it in social situations. It's really still not for me, but- For sex. Oh, it's awesome. That's awesome. What about you? Tell me about your homework. So I threw myself (laughs) into the sexy homework. I tried a lot of different- ways to ingest cannabis. Everything that I could kind of get my hands on, because as you pointed out, it is hard if you're not in a state with recreational dispensaries, it's hard to get exactly what you want, even Mm -hmm. in states where it's legal and, Mm -hmm. and where we live is the laws have changed. It's still difficult to get what you're looking for in a real specific way. I feel like you kind of get what you get. Exactly. But I had some flour that we had purchased I God, like two years ago, but it was still vacuum sealed. And so I tried that. We have a vape pen and I tried that. And then we had some nerd rope. So I tried an edible, I tried flour, and I tried the vape pen. Totally different experiences each time. I did try to keep a journal. And what I realized is that's a bummer. <laughs> I just want to get high and have sex and I'm like making notes. That's no fun. Now, were Um, you writing about like your experiences or your thoughts or what were you writing? Yeah. So I'd write down the information about the product that I was using. So it would be like vanilla kush, vape pen, if I could tell who made it. And sometimes that's easy to tell and sometimes it's not. I would write that down. And you're writing all this down while you're high? Well, so I'd start by writing it before, before. Okay. and then I would ingest and I'd be like, you know, what were some of the feelings that I had? Was I feeling euphoric? Was I feeling tired? Was I feeling the munchies? Was I feeling super aroused? But as you are starting to feel those feelings, you don't want to contemplate those feelings. You, <laughs> you just want to write it all down. Them. Yeah. Right. So- Did Um, you end up writing it then after the fact? Some of it I would write after the fact. Sure. At first I was being really diligent about it. And then like so good. I know. Such a good little researcher. But then I was like, but my job, this is cannabis and sex. It's time to get to the fucking and not the writing. But in terms of who I experimented with, it was Mr. Ams, Mr. Cat, and then one other partner during the course of the cannabis experimentation. And with Mr. Cat and with, oh no, that's not true. I was going to say it was a vape pen with my other two partners, not Mr. Ams, but I think there was an edibles too with Mr. Cat. So mm-hmm. <laughs> there's a lot of experimenting for the last couple of weeks. It was a great couple of weeks. Yeah, it was. It was a lot of fun. So I'm going to start with my least favorite, which was the flower, not because it was a good high, but it was an extremely strong high and it's finicky. So I had the flower, we have a a water bong and we have a grinder and I haven't really used any of that stuff. 
That's sophisticated. It you was. have a lot of shit. <laughs> and but I like had not literally used the grinder at all. Like somebody had recommended it. And we had it. We'd used it once. Is it but like a coffee grinder. It looks it's, like a it's yeah. well, no, it's officially like a cannabis grinder, but mm. it looks a little bit like a tiny manual coffee grinder. But there's a lot of ritual to that. And I could see where you could get into the ritual of pulling out the bud and grinding it. And there's all these steps. But when you're doing it by yourself, Mr. Ams was like at the gym and and I'm thinking, okay, tonight's sexy homework night. So I'm I'm <laughs> hiding in my bathroom, like grinding the marijuana and getting the water bong ready. And then I go downstairs to get some ice because I remember back in the day, you're supposed to put an ice cube or two in your water bong. Okay. Did you offer? I don't remember that. I don't. I, don't I wasn't in charge of that. <laughs> you're like, I just showed up. But anyway, it felt like really fussy and a lot of work. And if it's just me, that wasn't fun. I think there could be a lot of fun around the social aspects of doing all that stuff with a group of people. But by yourself, it kind of felt a little sad and pathetic. (laughs) (laughs) Grinding the buds in my bathroom and then going out onto my balcony and like with like a 41 year old woman, like with a water bottle. It's like, this is, you're so cool. I was not cool. <laughs> it's like the mom from Mean Girls. Uh-huh. She's like, hey, tell me about all your stuff. Yeah, oh I my God. Like I was completely out of my element. But anyway, I did it. And then I don't think I took that many hits, but like with a bong, water. it's a really yeah, big bongs hit. Are different. And so I got higher than I wanted to get. And then Mr. Ams came home and he's talking to me about something. This is the first time that I had to be like, I don't really care what you're talking about right now. We just need to. I'm too high to understand you. (laughs) We have to go upstairs so I can lie down. (laughs) And we had sex and the sex was amazing. But afterwards, Mr. Amster was like, you just used me. (laughs) You just used me like a toy. Did he love it though? He didn't sound like he loved it. So I am. I was super aroused. Like I was super desirous of sex. And I wanted all the things, but I didn't want to do all the things. So I'm like <laughs> pulling him into me. I'm like, go down on me and touch give me and me, do all this me, stuff. Give me. It's just, yes, I was but just I'm like, take, gonna... take, take. <laughs> no, because I was really like, it's my, all about me right yes. now. My limbs were like super heavy. And I was just like this lump of want. <laughs> It was not sexy to Mr. Amps, I don't think. I you really, probably should have given him a little hit. Yeah. Right I think when he got home before the whole thing. Not fun about being when high someone and having. Not. Yeah. I felt a little ridiculous. The sex You're was You're ruining great. my buzz, dude. Exactly. <laughs> Get into it. <laughs> Stop talking to me. Just go down on me. Yeah. So it was like very, very selfish sex. But I felt very in my body. And like when he was going down on me, I felt like I could feel the texture of his tongue, like the level of awareness of what I was feeling felt much greater than a typical experience. Mm -hmm. So it was almost like cat's tongue, like I could feel the texture of him and I could almost see it. There was a lot going on. Visualization. Yeah. Yeah. So I loved that, but it was very selfish sex. Were you aware though at the time that it was selfish? Oh yeah. But I didn't give a shit. (laughs) Totally. Totally. I'm like, was this- he complaining at no, the time? No, no. He was a good sport. He was a very good sport. <laughs> it was afterwards. Yeah. It's like, you used me. He did. Yeah, like- now you know what it feels like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think it gave him a really they- good blowjob the next day because I 
Yeah. It was very selfish sex with the flower. And then the edible was the nerd rope, Mm -hmm. which, as you pointed out, can be very intense. Like the dose, a regular dose is supposed to be 50 milligrams. That's a lot. It's too much. I I didn't do do a full. And it was interesting. I was watching YouTube videos about people and the nerd rope trying to get more research. Because if you look at the packaging, it doesn't tell you anything other than the dosage. Right. And the nerd rope is just, it's just a different way to deliver it. It's not like THC is different in nerd rope than it is in a gummy bear. Well, I have no idea. Like you have no idea what strain it comes from. Sure. So I was like, oh, well, YouTube will tell me everything. And these dudes, these like 20-year-old dudes are like, hey, I'm eating the nerd rope. And they'd eat like half of it or the whole thing is 400 milligrams. Oh, my God. These little boys were tripping balls. Like, <laughs> Crazy. The was mom and me. What were pretty you watching? Much. No, it's just a YouTube video <laughs> of a guy streaming himself in a car eating the nerd rope and then like the results. And at the end, 400. Like, yeah, he's like laying on his side with his camera. You know, he's like <laughs> his ears on the floor. Almost comatose. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. That's not fun. That's no. not fun. But the the 25 mil of that is a very intense high. Again, you can't be doing anything Mm -mm. else. Mm -mm. And one thing I did like was it makes you stupid a little bit, right? (laughs) Giggly. I would say like it turns that part of my brain off. Mm -hmm. And if I have nothing else that I need to do, that's fine. But it's not like I could do it during the day and be productive. So what it made me do was I have to get all my shit done. And then if I tick enough boxes, then I give myself permission to get a little bit high and have sex with my husband. So I kind of liked that game of like, I have to do a lot of stuff to earn the right to get stupid. So that was kind of fun for me. I turned it into a game. But the nerd rope, it takes a while to hit you. The That's high- hard to navigate. Did you yeah. find that? Yes. And then you're done. Well, and it for matters. For the whole rest of the day. If you've had something to eat or not. It matters. Mm -hmm. So there just aren't that many nights where I can completely turn off, not be useful to my children, not have to drive anywhere, not have to respond to work emails. Mm -hmm. Like it was hard for me to carve out that kind of time because you're useless for like four or five hours. You basically have to schedule it so that you're getting really high right before you want to go to bed, have amazing sex for an hour and then go to bed. Question for you. How long were you having sex when you were high on cannabis? Was it about the same? Was it longer? Was it shorter? Maybe about the same. Yeah. Uh, Maybe longer because I didn't come so fast. Right, right, right. But I do remember there was one night in particular where we were waiting for it to kick in. Right, right, right. (laughs) And and Mr. Cat was like, babe, I need to go to bed sometime. It's Tuesday. (laughs) I'm like, I know, but it's not kicking in yet. I don't feel anything. And we ended up going to bed and not doing anything right because it was a little frustrating and this is when i was trying to play with the doses like i was trying to figure out how much to take and Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. when do i take it and how long does it take for it to take effect so that was a little frustrating to start but i would say the sessions last a little longer probably than normal i mean what's normal anymore well that's a good question but i noticed that every single time it was almost exactly an hour (laughs) that's how long do you think we have like a clock I don't know. It's like almost like your sleep clock, you know, when you wake up every every time at the same. I don't know. I don't know, but it was it was weirdly an hour hour of sex every single time. Right. Hours a solid sexual experience. Three and a half minutes, not long enough. (laughs) Two hours, 
too long. That's too long. I don't want to have sex for two hours. I got shit to do. But if I've in, come at least three times, I'm done. We're done. We're done. I've started saying things like, what can I do to make you feel good? Which means come already. I'm sorry. That's no, mean. No, I feel the same way. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Guys, we don't want you to last all night. We really don't. We really don't need that. We don't need that. There's, There's a sweet spot. Yes. There's a sweet spot. Yes. There's there's something on Netflix that I want to watch before I go to bed. <laughs> so my last sort of experiment was with the vape pen. And I tried a couple of different. So I had the Girl Scout cookie and I had vanilla Kush. Those were the two that I had access to. And I couldn't tell a huge difference between the two, but I really liked the vape pen because I could take like literally a half a hit. I, I don't know. know if you've seen me inhale, but I literally take half a breath, move it away, and then breathe the rest just oxygen and hold it for a second and then breathe it out. I do like the simplicity and ease of that vape pen. Mm -hmm. It just worries me a little Mm -hmm. bit. I get it. You know, it's the easiest. It's super easy. It doesn't smell. I don't have to open up a window or anything like that. It's very simple. It's easy to do a very small dose. Mm-hmm. It was interesting to have sex and be like really high, but it's not something I would do with a partner that I don't trust. And I don't think I was a particularly good lover to <laughs> my partners when I was super high. Like it's just a different experience. Do you think that's because only you were high? Were they even high? still? I just think I get really selfish when when I'm super high. I've wanted to experience the pleasure and it's fun to give pleasure, but Mm -hmm. I don't get a direct physical pleasure out of it. So I just didn't want it to stop. Like you were saying that wave. Yeah. And I definitely felt of all the things like mood, it felt like it helped me relax. It felt like less stress, less anxiety, And that weird feeling of planning ahead and putting it away so that I could give myself permission to get high. I liked all of that. It really helped even just the planning of I have to get this shit done so that I can get high and have sex because I'm not a super spontaneous person. Just that planning to have sex during the day kind of turned me on Mm -hmm. even without the cannabis. So I thought that was. Oh, yeah. I love the anticipation. That's my favorite thing. And then in terms of mm-hmm. desire, right? So there's two different kinds of desire. There's spontaneous desire and there's responsive desire. Spontaneous desire is when you're feeling aroused without actually being touched, just your brain or what's going on in your head. It's just within you, feel, you. Yeah. You don't need anybody else to do something to, to bring you there. Yeah. For me, it's not very often that I feel spontaneous desire. I usually have to get somebody mm-hmm. revving my engines a little bit before I start to really get in the mood for sex. But I felt a lot of spontaneous desire with the cannabis. Yeah, I feel that too. Like I'm the one that being was the aggressive. Like, right. let's go. Come on. That was probably the biggest shift. And why I say it's like an aphrodisiac, because it really helped ramp up that spontaneous desire. So I loved that. And then the physicality, I felt more in my body. I felt like I was more mindful of the things that were happening and euphoric, but also like that floaty, mm. like out of my body experience and that in, it's like the waves, it's right. Mm-hmm. Like in and out and in and out, which was amazing. Amazing. 
And then the orgasm, same as you experience, it took longer for me to orgasm. And I'm not always super quick to orgasm, but that ramping up feeling. But it felt good for so long. Was first, amazing. Right? Yeah. Was amazing. And I had my first orgasm through just penetrative sex, which has never happened to me before. It was really good. That's pretty awesome. Like I've had, I have had orgasm through penetrative sex when I'm with using a, tool, a toy. A toy. A tool. I said tool. <laughs> with a tool. <laughs> with a tool. Uh, <laughs> have you seen Anne's tools? I mean, they're pretty. They're I, I call that a tool, it man. Is, that's that is right. a tool. It's elevated from toy to tool. But just with my partner, yeah. or maybe just touching myself a little bit, never come that way. And I did, which was Amazing. That's awesome. Amazing. It's not quite the same mm-hmm. orgasm that you experience with a toy, but it was definitely super cool. So I loved that. It was all really good. I had a real shift in my mindset in terms of I'm not going to hide the fact that I like this. And there were times where we had this vape pen and I would like take a little hit and not let Mr. Ams know. Mm-hmm. Now I'm like, why am I hiding it? I'm right. a grown up. It's no different in my mind than having a glass of wine mm-hmm. or having a cocktail. If I'm going to get so high that I'm impaired, then I feel like I need to let him know because then he's the grown up. I'm like, tag, you're it. <laughs> you're the responsible person. But in terms of hiding it or yeah. not, I'm done with that. I mean, I don't hide it from Mr. Cat, but the room doesn't know. Right. Always. Especially like when I've had it and then we're going to dinner and waiting for it to kick in. It's not kicked in yet. And I don't feel the need to tell anybody in those situations. Right. But Mr. Cat knows. So I think just not having any shame around Mm -hmm. using it as a tool (laughs) to have better sex in the same way as like, you know, like there was a time where pulling out a vibrator in the middle of partnered sex felt shameful on some level. It doesn't feel shameful to me at all anymore or lube right? It just Mm -hmm. makes it better. There's nothing dysfunctional about me. If I want to use a vibrator, if I want to get a little high for having sex, it's just another way to increase my pleasure. I agree. This was a fun episode. It was. Uh, So let's take a little break. And when we come back, we will go through just the tips. we're back. So just the tips. Kat, what is tip number one? Go slow. Think clearly about what it is you want, what you want to do. Do your research. Start with small doses. If you're going to ingest it as an edible, know that it's going to take a while to to kick in. Don't Mm -hmm. take more after (laughs) half an hour. This isn't working. You're going to get yourself in trouble. I mean, for me, I consider myself to be kind of a lightweight. So mm-hmm. 10 milligrams is just about right. You may want to start with five if you've never done it before. And if you've never done it before, if you remember episode one, we talked about your neurocannabinoid receptors right. have to get turned on. So you might not feel a whole lot your first time. Be but, patient. Uh, yeah. Be patient. Don't rush it. Maybe the first time you try it, try it with just your partner. In yeah, fact, do it should. in a safe place. Yeah, don't try it with other people until you've tried it a couple of times with your own partner. So you're going to feel safe. You're going to have a good experience no matter what, because you know that the person who's with you 
loves you, cares about you, is taking care of you. I think that's exactly right. Treat it like a grown-up. Like this is something that can impair you and do it in a responsible, mindful, thoughtful way. Be patient. Take your time. Life is long. Fingers (laughs) crossed. You can get high as much as you want, but go slow. Don't just like, oh, somebody's bringing some crazy shit to To a party. party. Let's do it. Let's have fun. Yeah. We're all about exploring things safely and deliberately. So, okay. Tip number two, bring water everywhere. (laughs) Everywhere bring water. It does make you a little dry in in the mouth. Yeah. It totally dried my mouth out. If you're in the middle of sex, you're like, where's that water bottle? I want to kiss you, but my mouth is so dry. Oh my gosh. It's terrible. My mouth. (laughs) Lots of water everywhere. Yes. It can be a very intense. And I remember one time when I was with Mr. Cat and we got a little bit high, like very high, actually, (laughs) super, super high. And I think I kept saying over and over again, I'm a mermaid. I'm a mermaid. (laughs) (laughs) Did he understand that that meant you needed water? (laughs) (laughs) No. It was in my head because my, my, I was like, how can how can my cunt be so wet and my mouth be so dry at the same time? <laughs> and you're just telling sense. him you're a mermaid. <laughs> that was oh my too God, high. The next time we're doing that, I'm totally going to tell him I'm a mermaid. <laughs> that is hilarious. It I was... did not know that. <laughs> I'm a mermaid. I'm a mermaid. That was too water. high. It means I need water. Yeah. So, yeah, so it's a big deal. When you're planning ahead of time, just have a couple of bottles of water, a glass of water next to the bed. It's our new code word. I'm a mermaid. I'm a mermaid. I'm a mermaid. <laughs> That's much better than saying, I need water. I need water. I need water. <laughs> I'm a mermaid. Mm, I like that. I'm going to use that. There you go. Copyright amps. <laughs> uh-huh. All right. What's number three? Tip number three is consent issues. I think... When you are experimenting with something that intoxicates you, you really have to think long and hard about establishing your rules and your boundaries with your partner before you get intoxicated. And if you're with a longtime partner, your spouse, this is maybe less of an issue than if you're with Mm -hmm. a new partner, someone you're not as familiar with. But even still, especially if you are looking to explore a really high level of intoxication where you really are not capable of consenting, I would recommend having a conversation ahead of time before you pull out the vape pen, before you pull out the nerd rope, whatever it is, and make sure that you're on the same page about what you want to have happen that night because it can be really fun to let go, to relax, to feel that floaty intoxication, but you don't want to regret what happens. And so just use your motherfucking words, have the conversation ahead Ahead of of time. time. And if you're with a partner who's getting high, also talk with them ahead of time so that you know, you're not violating any boundaries that they wanted to set that night. That's good. Women don't talk about that so much, but you can absolutely violate consent with a male partner or with another female partner if that's who you're with. So it's something everybody has to think about. Yeah, I think you're right. Consent. Consent. Okay. Consent is sexy. Consent is sexy. It is. You can have a really sexy conversation about consent. Consent is sexy. I joke around, but really, once you've established consent and what's okay, then you can relax. 
the first couple of you conversations are awkward, but it's you hard. get, it's like any skill, mm-hmm. you get better with practice yep. talking about what you're okay with and not okay with. And put your big girl panties on. If you want to get high with the grownups, then you need to have a conversation about consent. Right. And then it is sexy. You can be like, I want to get really high. And then I want you to put your tongue all over me. And and then I want to fuck, but I don't want to do anal. It's really going to be hot. You have that conversation. Yes, absolutely. All right. That this is fun. really fun. I may continue to do some sexy homework. Oh, Actually, I think we'll be doing sexy homework for months. Yeah. Maybe forever. We got a recommendation from a, a listener, someone we met at PCAP for a topical that you can only buy in California. So I'm going to try to get my hands on this cannabis infused mm. topical product and and I'll let people know how I'm it seeing goes. bonus episode. Yeah. She said it gets her pussy so high that wow. I'm quoting there. Yeah. So I want to try that. Um, I want to try that. Yeah. I love that you share. <laughs> Good share. <laughs> Yeah, so that should be fun. And maybe we'll get a hold of a tincture. Give that, that is, a try. That is something I'm going to continue to try to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> okay, so what's up next? The Bliss Cruise. We are just now back from the Bliss oh, Cruise. Still yeah. recovering. Yeah. If our voices sound a little raspberry. That's just sexy, Ems. That's, yeah. Raspy is sexy. Very Catherine Pepper. <laughs> so, Who's Catherine Hepburn? Who's no, I'm kidding? I'm kidding. Oh, Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. Make me feel old. <laughs> yeah. So it was an amazing experience. I'm a lot really fun. looking forward to sharing some tips, some advice, and some super sexy experiences from Bliss Cruise. I'm a convert. Yeah, me too. Well, obviously, we booked for 2022. Oh, no. Come with us. Yes. <laughs> yes. All right. Until then. So that's our show. Thanks for swinging by. And don't forget, you deserve great sex. Now go get some. If you love the Two Hot Wives podcast, be sure to subscribe. And if you really love the show, rate us or give us a review on iTunes or Spotify. Thanks for listening. fair she wasn't like slurring her words or falling over no she just couldn't remember your name (laughs) okay what's your name again (laughs) spell that for me (laughs) (laughs) k-a-t how do you spell that